we are live hi guys <laughs> sorry for all the um for making you guys wait a little bit longer there um how is everyone hi <laughs> also i did ask in the um yeah we are talking about serial killers not cults but for some reason with technical difficulties we can't seem to get the title to change um <laughs> so it is serial killers um, so just ignore the call thing. Oh, our mod is working on it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it still didn't change, so... Yeah. Um, also, Meggles, thank you for the bits. Thank, thank you so you, much. Thank you, Meggles. Hi, Meggles. I'm Bat and Liv. Thank you for coming by. Okay, wait, hold on. I have a possible solution. I see you figure out how to get. Um... I hope everyone's doing well. I'm doing good, Muggles. How are you doing? Sorry if I'm looking down. I've got the chat on my tablet, so... Okay. I think that... I think we're figuring it out. So just, like, bear with me for a second. I think I got it. Hopefully we can change the title now. At some point. Oh, that's not why. I... Sorry, guys. Usually, um, Ren does all of this stuff, but um, it's okay. A little okay. Can you see the so we can change the Yeah. Yeah. Usually the mons can, but um, sweet, we did it. <laughs> okay. Hi, Broadway. How are you? Do we call you Broadway still? Do we call you Starlight? I told her I'm calling her Broadway. I don't. I don't care about it. <laughs> we. I. My brain can't switch. So. Okay. Did it change? Oh, I hope it changed. <laughs> I mean, worst comes to worst, right? We can just have the title up like this. And we'll and just when people change it after the VOD goes up. Yeah. Fine. We can just change. We're still figuring out all the bots and stuff, so just um, bear with us. Okay. So I guess we should say the announcement first to get it out of the way, because I know that's why y'all are here. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, all of our past podcasts are now up on Spotify. Thanks to Ren for uploading all of them. Um, so, you can search up the Honey Podcast on Spotify and find all of our past broadcasts on there if you want to listen back to any of our... Um, any of our past broadcasts. Yeah. Um, it is up on other platforms as well but like to be honest i don't even know what they are um 
if I just get up the link, I can tell you which ones. Ruby. So it's been put through Anchor, if anyone knows what that is. Um, which basically distributes it onto loads of different ones. Such as, I don't know any of these to be honest with you. What's that? Uh, Google Podcasts. It's on there. Um, it's on Pocket Casts. It's on. Yeah, we'll just give you the anchor link and then you guys can watch it wherever you please. I had to change the name of the incel one to like involuntary like celibate <laughs> community because it wouldn't let me. It wouldn't come up on Spotify as incels. It didn't like it. Well, it's on, yeah, it's on like several places, but Spotify is one of the bigger ones that I know about. Apparently there's a bunch of places, but Ren listed all of them and we'll send you guys, we'll put the link out for everybody after the stream. Um, so you guys can all check them out. We'll be tweeting it and Instagramming it and shoving it in your faces, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I guess we should get started because it's gonna be um a longer podcast well we might just like cut a few people off the end and do like a part two of this like later after spooky season because we already have our spooky um thing set up for next week but so our first yeah. killer so i put all of our killers that we have on our list today in chronological order of like when they were born anyways so like the Crimes and stuff should be mostly, like, in chronological order as well. Hang on a second. Sorry, we're still trying to just figure out the whole titles and stuff, but that's fine. We can just do right. it for now. Okay. So, the first one that we're going to be talking about, I'm not sure how many of you guys have heard of the Murder Castle with H.H. Holmes. Um, his real name is Herman Mudgett, and he's wildly considered the country's first known serial killer um, in the Such States. Such a ugly name. Herman oh, Mudgett. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if I butcher any of these names, by the way, because I didn't have time to look up how to pronounce them so if i say them wrong i'm very sorry but most of them have nicknames so you can always just look up um how to properly say their names like later um so he was born on may 16th 1861 in new hampshire and died on may 7th 1896 in philadelphia pennsylvania so there's nine oh hi um sakura how are you so we have, so he was confirmed to have nine victims. He confessed to 27 and later increased Damn. that. Not, no, he later increased the number to 130. But the real total is suspected to be around 200 in total. Um, 
His method of killing, so he moved to Chicago and took the name Dr. H.H. Holmes as a pharmacist and built a house that is now deemed the murder castle. Yeah, it's a lot. So basically it was this murder castle that he built. It was equipped with secret passages, trap doors, soundproof rooms, doors that could be locked on the outside, gas jets to asphyxiate victims, and even a kiln to cremate bodies. Oh. Um, I also heard that there was, um, like, dead-end hallways and stuff as well, so and, like, staircases and stuff, so people will get, like, lost slash, like, trapped in hallways and things like that. <laughs> Bad. Sophisticated. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he like he put in the work for this. So um he would also seduce and propose to a number of women and then kill them after securing their life savings, like access to their life savings. So he would also do stuff like that, not just um bring people into this like hotel. Yeah, once it, so it, I'm pretty sure he ran it like a hotel, but it's deemed like the murder castle or the murder hotel, like there's both names, but so it's kind of run like a hotel. So we had like employees and everything and people come in and then like never come out. But since it was back in like the 1800s, you wouldn't really notice when people went missing right away, which is why I think he was able to get away with it for so long and like so many people because just back then there was no telephone, like... There wasn't really ways to, like, immediately notice if somebody was missing. Um, he also required that his employees have life insurances, naming him as the beneficiary so he could collect money after killing them. And he did sell a lot of their, like, the victims' bodies to med schools. Um, which is Ew. just gross. What are they I, I mean, this is, like, way back in the 1800s, so, like, I'm not really sure how much investigation they put into with, with like, when you'd sell a body, but to me, you, I just think it's weird that you could go up to a med school and be like, yeah, I just have this dead body, like, do you want it? Like, I, like, but, I mean, he was, um, a pharmacist, so, like, he had, like, doctor in his name, sort of, so I guess, like, he was in the health field so maybe they didn't like suspect him i'm assuming because i don't know i i, I can't how? tell you how like, he was just able to be like here i have a dead body for sale like i i don't know kill like because surely if like he from the nose he said he he gassed them asphyxiated victims yeah so he had like gas jets and stuff and all that type of thing. And he also did have a kiln to cremate bodies, but then I also read that he did sell a lot of them to med schools as well. So like, I guess whichever ones he couldn't sell, he cremated. I don't know if they like rejected bodies and he would just cremate them. I'm not really sure how that worked, but um, so it is, it is pretty gross. Um, I just can't believe he made an entire hotel. Like that's so scary to think about. That like he just made a whole hotel and and like even the fact that he would like seduce women and like propose to them and stuff and then like just to get their life savings and then like kill them just to get money. 
Um, but basically, what ended up happening to him? Yeah, this is H. H. Holmes. Yeah, he Herman. had it all planned out. Yeah, Herman Mudge is his like real name. <laughs> he adopted the name H Dr. H. H. Holmes after he was a pharmacist in Chicago, which is where he built the murder murder castle and everything. So what ended up happening to him was him and his associate, Ben, I'm going to say Pedizel, but I'm not exactly sure if that's the right name, but um, him and his associate. <laughs> um, so Pedizel, um, they made a plan for insurance fraud where they would fake like the associate Pedizel's death. And long story short, Mudget actually ended up killing Pitazel and three of his children after thinking that they might alert the authorities. And he paid the wife off thinking that... Because the, the, this dude's wife knew that they were doing this insurance fraud thing. So he had convinced the wife that he was still alive and like gave her like $500 to like go away for him or something. I don't know. But then like um I think the wife ended up becoming suspicious and alerted the authorities anyways. So he was arrested in Boston in 1984 for this murder and he was tried and convicted in Philadelphia and sentenced to death by hanging. So in reality, he only got like convicted of this one dude's murder. I guess because that's all they they did but he did kill like a ton of people but he only got caught because he went after an associate and tried to do insurance fraud on top of everything else um as far as i know he he, he did like a bunch of fraud and stuff as well but like this is what he was like caught with and this was me trying to condense um so basically since we have so many different people we're condensing a lot of people's stories but if you do want us to do a podcast like more in depth on specific people let us know but we just kind of did a compilation and we're just doing like really condensed versions of a bunch of different killers so that's kind of the end of the first guy he ended up dying by Good. hanging in philadelphia back in 1984 um, just so that people have, like, an idea, I, d I don't know, I'm sure most people know what serial killers are, but I just oh, looked true. up the yeah, definition, because yeah, I, I wasn't particularly sure on, like, how you define a serial killer, and apparently a serial killer is someone who can kill three people in a month, like, it has to be, like, a set amount of people, like, at least yeah, three people Yeah, I knew it was a, a certain amount of people in a certain amount of time, but, yeah, I... Okay, before we started the podcast, I literally, in my brain, I was like, we should talk about, like, what a serial killer is, and then I totally forgot and just jumped right into it's it okay. a little bit. It's, uh, I don't um, mind, I, like, it, we can do it non-chronologically. It, it's, it works. If you do stories and then give, like, facts, mm -hmm. stories, facts, like, it, it, it will work, so you're fine. Don't worry. Um, so the next guy that we have is Ed Gein. So... I think everyone knows. Guy, you I think. probably have heard of him. He's an influence in lots of movies and novels, but we'll get into that in a second. So he's known as the Butcher of Plainfield or the Plainfield Ghoul. Plainfield Ghoul. Um, so he was born in August 27th, 1906. A serial killer is someone who kills serials without thinking about it. <laughs> Um, so he, Ed Gein was born in August 27, 1906, and, um, in Wisconsin, and he also died in Wisconsin on July 26, 1984. 
So he has two confirmed victims, like two confirmed murders, and nine corpses were mutilated and um, that they found in like the dug up graves. He sounds familiar, but I don't think I know him as well as H.H. H. Holmes. Well, you're going to know him better today. <laughs> You'll come back. So he's actually a huge influence in the movie psych. Well, the movies and novels of Psycho Silence of the Lambs, like so the Buffalo Bill killer and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So leather Leatherface. So he's a huge influence for those three. Um killers that are like highly known in the horror genre um so what makes him iconic if you think about all those killers is he would put organs in jars and use skulls as soup bowls he was known as a body snatcher and would also skin his victims and like make things out of their skin and everything so kind of like how Silence of the Lambs, he makes like a skin suit and stuff, really creepy, nasty things that I don't really want to think about because it just freaks me out. But yeah, so <laughs> um, can you imagine using a skull as a soup bowl? Like that's like how messed up do you have to be? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, it's very Viking. I know that sounds yeah. weird, but it's, it's something I picture a Viking doing. Well, it's kinda yeah, cool, back kinda in like back in the day before we had soup bowls, like <laughs> my guy had yeah. authentic handcrafted Halloween costumes all year long. <laughs> um, yep, yep, he did. <laughs> um, okay, so the this for um one of his cases um is Bernice Warden. So, on November 16, 1957, Bernice Warden was reported missing from her hardware store in Plainfield, with the cast register also gone and a trail of blood leading out the back. Her son, Frank, and deputy sheriff was suspicious of Gein, and the reclusive man was apprehended at the neighbor's house. The authorities found Warden's headless, gutted body hanging from the ceiling, so he's a very gore- He's very gory with how he kills his victims. Um, yeah, that's messy. Yeah, very messy, very gory. He loves to, like, cut them up and just do gross, nasty things with them, which is just... I don't understand how you could do something like that to another human, but, um... What ended up I think happening... that's why people find him fascinating. Yeah, I think that's literally really why people love serial killers. I can't remember if he, is he the one that has like lampshades made of human skin and stuff? Was that him or was that one of the other ones? I that is him, isn't it? I, I think I, I'm it pretty was sure him, but I'm I'm not hundred percent sure. There's a few that are kind of really like gory type. Oh, a lot of them. <laughs> That seems to be a running theme. They just yeah. love to. They love to decapitate people, and he had a super unhealthy obsession with his mother. Yeah, that is a huge thing in um, Silence of the Lambs and Psycho and stuff, and Leatherface. That's why he was like, yeah, okay, that was him. That had lampshades, chairs, and belts of nipples and nasty things. He just liked to play with the human body parts and make furniture out of them. Um. But yeah, the he was unhealthy very, very sick. 
Yeah, the unhealthy obsession with his mother thing is a huge theme that you see in the movies that he's influenced. So like in Psycho, Silence of the Lambs, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'm pretty sure like all three of the killers in those um, have like obsessions with their mother figure and everything. It's because he got abused. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure again has a, a really nasty history of abuse from his mom, and yeah. that's probably what made him twisted and fucked. So I'm pre- didn't he like kill his mom and then skin her, and yeah, then like wear? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So Broadway just said that he made a vest with breasts on it that he would wear and pretend to be a woman or his mom. So yeah, he had the whole like skin suit, which is like what Buffalo Bill did in Silence of the Lambs. Very gross making skin suits out of women's but like i mean um he kind of got i mean i don't even know if he got what he deserved because so he was so he was found guilty of warden's murder but however he was also found insane at the time of the murder for obvious reasons because he was fucking like crazy disgusting sick as fuck um and was recommitted to Central State Hospital. He attempted to petition for a release in 1974, but was rejected. Later that decade, he was transferred to the Mendota Mental Health Institute, where he died of cancer and respiratory illnesses on July 26, 1984. So he ended up dying of cancer, which, like, I'm not really sure if he got... What do, you, what do you guys think? Do you think that that was justice? Or do you think he should have got the death penalty? Or do you think he should have spent the rest of his life in the hospital? Because, I mean, he he is very sick and was proven to be insane at the time of the murder. So he was sent to an insane, like, into a hospital instead of a prison. Do you guys think that that was what he should have got? Or do you think... I mean, cancer's nasty. Like, it's a yeah, very and, painful, slow thing. So yeah, I mean, and that, respiratory that's illnesses. Savage. So he had like breathing yeah. problems. So like, do you guys think that that was a good justice, or do you think he should have spent the rest of his life in the hospital? I think he should have been in the hospital and used to like study. I, I think he should have been a test subject to understand people like him. I'm not, I don't mean like a lab rat, like he's really damaged and like, don't get me wrong, I'm not justifying what he did, because what he did was really fucked up, mm-hmm. but like, he clearly has so much psychological damage that he felt it was like normal to act this way. And like, if we can have someone like that to actually keep around and like study properly, then you might actually start to understand like why people end up like this. Because if, if you look at most of these serial killers that we've looked at, pretty much all of them have childhood abuse. Pretty much all of them. And a lot of them, which you'll notice in a couple of the other ones that we talk about, have a lot mm. of like um, suppression with their sexuality. A lot of them got like yeah. belittled by their dads and, or you know, but, from yeah. something, yeah. Most cases of serial killers, they've had a pretty traumatic. I'm, like, I'm not. I, I hate. To, like, I don't want to sound like I'm sticking up for them because what they do is so twisted and fucked up. But like, you gotta mess them up pretty badly for them to turn around and do what they do. So it's kind of the parents' fault. No offense. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, you have to be really careful with how you raise your kid, right? 
They don't know you. Kids are very impressionable. Why are we taking so we're taking your friends and people as a role so we don't get a leather face too? Yeah, we yeah, we don't need more of these people um <laughs> in the world. That would um yeah, we don't need any more. <laughs> it is interesting though. I know I know yeah. it sounds horrible, but like, I mean I like, find serial killers really fascinating. Um just because like I don't like I my brain can't understand how somebody could do stuff like this so yeah, i do find it really fascinating to look into these and kind of see how it happened because a lot of times like we're not really getting into backstories just because the podcast would be way too long and we would probably have to like we could easily do a podcast on each individual person and probably make it a like full-length podcast but we didn't really want to bore you guys with like just one person so we have a collection but like, if you really wanted to go in-depth with, like, their backgrounds and stuff, they've definitely had a, a huge backstories. But, yeah, uh, mental health should be considered more important. And it should be. Like, I don't, like, it's an injury. Or, like, it's an illness in your brain, right? I didn't There's realize like, that they actually have, like, serial killers classified. There's, like, yeah, types of serial killers. I've You've got thrill seekers who literally, they just like to outsmart the law due to amusement that's that like the only reason they do it is purely because they feel like they're outsmarting the law mission orientated uh serial killers are killers that feel that they are doing society a favor by ridding it of certain people so they feel like by killing like certain individuals that they're doing like the world good um visionary serial killers people that occasionally suffer from psychotic breaks from from society um sometimes believe that they are another person so basically someone who's seriously mentally ill like they, they, by the sounds of it, they just associate completely. And the fourth one is power and control, which is serial killers that enjoy their victims' terror, suffering, and screaming. And to be honest, I think most that's of the ones most. Yeah, list. I was gonna say that's probably most of the ones on this list are that one, like the yeah. enjoyment of just killing people. Which like I don't understand how you can enjoy killing somebody, but I mean I've never killed anybody, so I I don't know, but. Um, it's weird, it's a weird concept that I struggle to understand it, I'll be honest. Yeah, I do think a huge thing in our healthcare system, we need to do more with mental health and it should be more of a, like, talking, like a topic that people talk about and um, it should be more, um, like, cared about as a, a whole because shit like this, this happens, wild. yeah. <laughs> People this is like get the murdered over this. Um, so I mean, it, it, it so. I'm going to butcher this next guy's name like 100% because he's from Ukraine and Russia. So like I'm totally going to say this name wrong. Um, but you can look up his nickname and probably find him pretty easily. So his name is Andre, Andre Chikatilo. Andre I, I think so. Just call him Andre. the record I don't know. Um, but he's known as the Butcher of Ross Rostov, the Red Ripper, or the Rostov Ripper. Um, so he was born in October 16th, 1936 in Ukraine, and he died in Russia on February 14th, 1994. Valentine's Day. Yeah, he died on Valentine's Day. Interesting enough. 
Um, because he, so he has 52 convicted victims, 53 tried, and 56 was claimed by him, but he was convicted of 52. But he claims to have killed 56 plus. So, he sexually assaulted, murdered, and mutilated at least 52 women. So, he was definitely someone who went after women, um, pretty disgustingly, the case that I have. So, he was a professor at Rostov University, and in 1973, he committed his first known sexual assault upon one of his students. Um, In this incident, he swam towards a 15-year-old girl, like a child, 15 years old. Um, and basically just groped her and in all of the places, um, and ejaculated as the girl struggled against his grasp, um, which is, like, disgusting. He's one of those, so his whole thing was he would get sexually aroused by women, um, like, when he killed women, he would get, like, like, he would get off on that, and, like, hurting women, that was, like, his... Thing. And it didn't have to be children, but that's just what he, like, started off doing because he he was, like, a teacher and like, he would go after his students. But it did turn into, like, women and stuff, too. So, like, just as a whole, he he got off on um, hurting females, which is just gross. Which is, like, the power and control <laughs> thing. With the yeah. Four types of oh. Like, this guy purely just loves it for the sake of, like, he, he loves it for the sake of just... Women. Yeah, so I'm like pretty sure most of the people on this list are the power and control killers. Um, if not all of them, most of them are that. Um, so he, um, so after like months later after that, he sexually assaulted another teenage girl who he had locked in his classroom. So, I think he was looked into, and then they cleared him for some reason, so he was able to continue being out in, um, the world. Most of the people he went after were younger girls, but I do believe he did have, like, older women as well, like, um, that were, like, of age. But his first murder was in September of 1978. He moved to, not even gonna try and pronounce, Shak, Shakti? I'm not sure how to pronounce it, Um, but he committed his first documented murder, so um, that was that. And then on the 22nd of December, he lured a nine-year-old girl named Yelena Zakotnova. Butchered that. Um, These names are hard, I'm not gonna lie. We do have... um, a female serial killer on this list. We were supposed to have two, but um, I didn't have time to research the second one, but most, as far as I know, most female serial killers are male, but we do have a female on here, if you were wondering. There are females. I saw, I saw, there are females, no. but they're less common, I think. I'm not sure the statistics, but I'm, from what I know, I'm pretty sure they're less common. Um, I can look it up. Yeah, if you want to look up the statistics. Yeah. But we do have a serial killer, female serial killer, on this list. Sixteen percent. Sixteen percent are female? Sixteen percent. Uh, like, this This is, 
I don't know how to say that name, Vronsky cites statistics indicating that nearly one in, oh wait, one in six, so around 16% of serial killers apprehended in the United States were female. Yeah, so there's 16% are female, all, and, that, and then all the rest are male serial killers. So clearly, um, females are less common, but there, I do have a female on this list. That we are going to talk about. And you probably have all heard of her. She's a pretty famous one. Um, so this nine-year-old girl, Yelena, he lured her to an old house that he'd secretly purchased and attempted to rape her but failed to achieve an erection. So when the girl struggled, he choked her and stabbed her three times in the abdomen. And then that's Ooh. when he ejaculated while stabbing the child. Um, so that's how he got oh, that. Christ that sexual arousal from killing females i think is kind of started here well it started with the sexual assaults but this is where it like really took off which is just fucking disgusting yeah a nine-year-old um so despite evidence against him because there was literally dna evidence it was near the house that he purchased like there was tons of evidence against him a man named alexander Kravchenko was convicted and given death by firearm squad for the murder of that girl in 1983. Um, so this gave Andre the chance to keep on killing, which the judge, once he was finally taken to trial, the judge, um, what's the word? He like kind of was really like, I, I don't want to use the word judgy, but I can't think of any other word right now. He was really judgy of the police and stuff for, like, letting him get away with that. And, like, because if they had convicted the right person for her murder, he wouldn't have been able to murder anybody else. Because that was his, like, really early on murders. And he ended up murdering, like, 50-something, like, 52 women, right? So, like, if they had killed the right person the first time, then he wouldn't have kept killing so they were really um judgy on him on the police so um what ended up happening okay no worries broadway um on april 14th 1992 in rostov he was brought to trial and charged with 53 counts of murder in addition to five charges of sexual assault against minors committed when he was a teacher so he ended up being char- um like convicted uh and, like and sentenced to death plus 86 years for the 52 murders and five counts of sexual assault is what he was found guilty of and so he was sentenced to death plus 85 years <laughs> um that's just put just a little update. Uh, Lyft managed to update the stream, but the t- but Twitch doesn't let serial killers <laughs> on the title. So multi mother is it? <laughs> Thank you very oh, much. Oh, interesting. Good to know. Maybe that's why it wouldn't update because Damn. of the the term. I didn't even think about that. That's kind of funny. But um, <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you for changing. I just didn't want it to be cults because that's not what weird. No, no, it's funny, and honestly, I mean, like, what else can you do, right, if they're not gonna let you use serial killers in the title? (laughs) True, maybe it thinks we were serial killers and we're, like, broadcasting something, I don't know. Anyways, um, so that's all the counts he was charged of. (laughs) 
True, maybe they think we're starting a call or something, which we are not. Um, so he, so he was charged, like sentenced to death plus eighty six years for the fifty two murders and then the five counts of sexual assaults for when he was a teacher. He was found guilty of all of that. Um, after a couple, of, okay, can we not have an ad in here? That'd be cool. Sorry, guys, my we're just gonna. Um, so, <laughs> um, after a couple of rejected appeals on 14th of February, 1994, he was taken from his death row cell to a soundproofed room in the prison and is executed with a single gunshot behind the right ear. Bye-bye. So, he died a pretty quick death, which, like... Honestly, I think he deserved um, a lot worse than that for the shit that he did. But that's that just was me. Be free, fifty-three people. That's a lot. And yeah, I how long he was killing for? Like all women, because he got off on that, which is disgusting. So like, I honestly think he deserved worse. But I mean, at least he's dead. Honestly, he deserved to rot in jail forever and have, like, horrible treatment in the prison, honestly. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way, especially for people like like serial killers. I think a lot of people get salty when, like, they get given death penalty. Because, like, like, most of them the want them to way out, you know? Yeah, that is uh, the easy way out. I mean, like, I feel, like, I understand the point of, like, you want to get them off this earth and, like, don't want the chance of them, like, getting free from prison like if they were to escape and like if they're dead then you don't have to worry about that but i also think that they should like at least get some sort of torture in a sense of like spending life in prison until they die like they should rot in prison for the shit that they do but i understand the point of like that they should just be like taken off the earth like i get that point but like and i know some people are against the death penalty because they don't and, like, it's kind of, like, you don't want to stoop to their level of, like, killing them because they killed people. I don't know. What I do think with think? people like that and with, like, serial killers and pedos and stuff like that, I think that they should stay alive, but they should be put into um, testing products. So instead of testing products on animals... We've actually got humans to test products on, who are pieces mm -hmm. of shit. So if they do have an allergic reaction or it doesn't go right, it doesn't really matter if they fucking die because they're fucking pieces of shit anyway. So, like, mm -hmm. switch in, get rid of animal abuse, and then bye-bye. Bring in the serial killers as test. Yeah. Need to make sure my conditioner works. <laughs> I mean, I think if you do something of the sense of like especially if it involves children like this guy he should have had death like he should have fucking rotted in prison and i think that mm -hmm. he should have had his dick cut off because like fuck that that's just me anything to do with like that sort of thing especially getting off on like killing people like you should have your um you should be castrated but that's just my <laughs> because i think that i don't know it's like hard because like, you don't want to stoop to that level, but, like, they do deserve... Yeah. yeah, they should never be able to get off again if they fucking got off killing nine-year-old girls. Like, no, you should be castrated for that. 
Um, but that's just... I was gonna say, there's a lot of people like... I, I don't know if you've heard of... I, obviously, I haven't read any notes on them, but I pretty, like, I'd say these guys are serial killers. Um, they're in Britain. I don't know if you've heard of Ian Brady. No. And Myra Hindley. Um, they're, like, probably Britain's like most famous serial killers um, in Lancashire. And they basically focused on killing kids between the age of 10 and 17. Like, they, they purely focused on it. Um, Brady died like last year I'm pretty sure and like everyone was going nuts because like l like some of the victim's parents were like asking Brady like yo where did you put the remains of my kid and he was like oh, I'll never tell any I'm just gonna like get myself killed anyway and it's like oof so like these people know information so like you know relief the, the victim's family to know like where the hell their body is oh my god <laughs> that's so yeah, awful yeah yeah I'm not sure why they were killing kids. Like... But they're really famous, like, they're like a couple that are really famous in the UK for killing. Um, so our next guy you probably all have heard of, it's, um, John Wayne Gacy. So he's known as the Killer Clown. This guy's fucked up. Like, I was- this is the one I had to read into last night. I was actually talking to Liv about it. Like, just the way he tortures his victims is one of the most fucking vile things I've ever read in my life. But, like, he had 33 counts of murder, all being men. Typically, like, his way of, like, killing was he'd lure victims into his home, and usually this would be through, like, the offer, like, the false offering of, like, a job offer, or, like, a friendly drink, or something like that. And then he'd do, like, because obviously he did party tricks from, like, being a clown, he'd do mm -hmm. this trick where he'd cuff himself, and then be able to release himself, and then he'd be like, oh, I'll show you how to do it, and he'd cuff his victims, and then, obviously, they'd be cuffed, and then... From there, he'd rape them, he'd torture them, and he had a thing with asphyxiation and strangling. He was obsessed with it. But one of the main things that I think is kind of important to this is, I won't go into the whole bit I've written, don't worry, Ruby. But he grew up in sure. a really abusive household. Yeah, that is a bit big, but he grew up in a seriously abusive household. So his dad was an alcoholic, like he beat his mom, his siblings him like all the time and one of the things that he used to get belittled for by his dad is when like when his dad was beating him the mum would come in and like protect her from the abuse and he'd be like oh you're a sissy boy you're gonna grow up queer and stuff like that um he had his first he first sexually assaulted someone as a young i think he was seven yeah seven. he was seven and yeah, and he fondled a young girl with one of his friends, and basically Gacy's father find, found out about that, and ended up beating him with a razor strop as the punishment, which is really savage. That's but, I mean, harsh. But I mean, yeah, like... it's like, really bad. Yeah, that's, but, that's um, too much. So the same year... <laughs> yeah, the same year, Gacy's family friend would um, come over and molest John Wayne Gacy, so he was very, like, he was sexually molested as a kid. Um, he was really overweight as a kid, so he actually had heart conditions from the age of 14 to 18. He was so messed up with his health that he ended up having seizures and blackouts. 
um, the first time he actually got convicted or something is when he sexually assaulted a 15 year old boy in 1967. And this was one of many that he'd actually pay into like getting them to do it. He'd, he'd pay these guys like 50 bucks each to give him oral sex. But he hadn't killed anyone at this point. He was just basically taking advantage of young that's boys disgusting. by paying them. Yeah, that's fucked up as it is. So um, where the whole famous clown thing comes from is from 1975, he took on the role of being a clown. Pogo um, the clown. Yeah, Pogo the Clown, although he had another persona, which was called Patches the Clown, which was his more, like, serious character. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> during, during the time of his murder, I he killed... Both. They, they, they both sound gross and creepy. <laughs> I just don't like They're clowns. Just they just freak me out. This guy literally has murdered people as a clown. Like, that's the freaky thing about it. Because, like, even when he was doing his job... this is why I don't read, like clowns. <laughs> because yeah, this guy, honestly... <laughs> But, like, even when he was doing his job, like, sometimes when he'd finish his job, he'd, like, he'd stay in his uniform. Like, he he wouldn't get dressed out of it, like, straight away. He'd, like, stay in his uniform and he'd go to the bar, like, dressed as a clown and come home dressed as a clown. Like, he wouldn't get out of it straight away. Like, he kind of liked being a clown, which is really fucking freaky. It's just, but just during his time, clown. when he was... It's gross. When he was murdering... Um, he killed at least 33 young men and boys. Um, most of them lured him, like I said, with the promise of a job or a jolly drink. He'd do the handcuff trick, basically keep them handcuffed. Um, I'm not going to go into all of it because it's really fucking gruesome. But he would basically, Gacy had a, a lot. Yeah, Gacy had a real fixation with like prolonging torture. So he'd like force oral and stuff on them and then one of the things which he used to do was partially drown the victims and then revive them again to like prolong the, the abuse. That is and he used so to fucked up. Like them. that is so yeah, fucked up. Like he killed them basically and then like bring them back to life so he could torture them longer. Yeah. Apparently he used to last like three, four hours. Apparently that's kind of like his he liked last like keeping on like he used to like ride them he used to get them on their hands and knees and like ride them and shove things in their holes and like it That's was so really gross. fucked up. And then the his he had like his rope trick at the end, where he basically wrapped rope around his victim's neck. Sometimes to the point where um, he wouldn't entirely kill the victim, but it would send the victim like convulsing for like an hour before they die. So a lot of the times, these people had to deal with strangulation for like over an hour before they died. So really fucked up shit. This guy had a That's real so kick out of like sad. pure like, Yeah, it's really. God, sad. I can't even imagine. Like, it's sad. That's but all of his murders took place between three and six a.m. Um, the gross part about this, even though that was all fucking disgusting anyway, but one of the nastiest parts about it is that when he was done with his victims, he actually stored them in um, the crawl space of his house, and he managed to, to store 27 bodies in there. That actually, um, like, makes me sick. Like, can you, like, ugh, like, oh my god, just... It was the smell that got him caught out. That's the, the gross bit. But he used to pull quick lines to like hasten the decomposition of the victims to basically like speed it so they wouldn't start stinking basically because he's got rotting corpses under his house. Um, some of oh. them he takes to the garage and um, embalm them. But due to previous convictions, because he'd already been previously convicted for like sexual assault and violence in, in the past, 
they they were two two search warrants and on the second search warrant cops surprisingly were like oh my god something really reeks in here like something smells bad and obviously they go down to the cruel space and voila you've got 27 dead bodies just oh my god Can you, i can't even imagine being the cop and being like oh like Gross. this smells like a dead body and you're like oh like there's probably like maybe there's a dead body in here because you know he's like had convictions and stuff so you go down there and you find 27 i couldn't imagine the smell like, of that i bet that's just horrific. i bet at least one of the cops like fucking retired they're like nah i'm done like i, I yeah. like that probably traumatized all of the cops like fuck yeah like it's, i can't it's even really imagine like up. seeing that like that that alone would be like so much I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. I think if anyone brought a case like anywhere near that's like to me, I'd be like, nope, I'm not. I'm not dealing with this. This is fucked up. But basically, that's they like found my stomach just pulled like... a 360. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking gross. Like I can't even imagine seeing 27 dead bodies like all. Can I can't like how that that would smell so bad like. Yeah, it's the how smell that's not, the worst. Like, how did he not get caught after, like, one alone? Would his wife, I'm pretty that. sure his wife noticed it, because his wife ended up divorcing him, and, like, I'm pretty sure, like, his family were, like, complaining that the house stank, and he was like, oh, I don't know, probably, like, a dead rat or something. It's just dead bodies, but, like... Yeah, he got, obviously, the cops were just like, okay, this guy's literally stashing dead bodies down here. Um, all with very like you know clear indication that they've been raped and tortured and strangled to death um oh, he, was found he was found guilty he wasn't actually found guilty on many I i'm pretty sure he was actually only he was only convicted for like 11 or 12 like even how though was, like, <laughs> like they're literally know. in your house like how could you not get convicted for all of them I don't know, but um, he he was sentenced to death, and he got the easy way out. He got the lethal injection, and I know this is a really weird fact, but I know that his last meal was a KFC. Good thing I hate KFC because that just ruined. If I did eat KFC, that would probably ruin it for me. <laughs> but I don't like KFC anyways. But he's that a is sick fuck. Gross. I don't know if you also want to talk about um the next one because you did the research on this one as well yeah. so i don't really know much i found this one really interesting to be honest i'd never heard of it until you listed it on, on the document uh. so obviously i just looked into it being like okay i'll just fill in this um but he's called randy craft and he's also known as the scorecard killer i've never heard of him personally but people Me neither. from the he was just on some, from him. he was just on a list so i was like oh he has a cool nickname i'm him. gonna <laughs> He's really famous. Like Pete, he's still he's still alive to this day. By the way, this man is still alive and in prison. Um, he focused. He's focusing. Oh no, he's in California at the moment. Um, his victims, just like Gacy, are young men due to suppressed sexuality. Um, people believe he raped and murdered up to fifty-one other boys, though. So, but he's only confirmed sixteen. Yeah. Um, his method of killing was 
actually kind of similar to Gacy. He usually raped his victims, He, but he sexually mutilated them as well, and then strangled. I don't know what it is with fucking serial killers and strangulation. Like, seriously, like, loads well, of them do it. Um, I was watching The Boys. Um, this is kind of like... I mean, not unrelated, but like, um, so this one character, the superhero, I'm not gonna say who because if, I don't want to spoil the show, but um, they were like strangling somebody and they said like, open your eyes, like I want to see the light, like, leave you. So like, maybe that's what it is, like they can see like, the light die from your eyes and shit, I don't know. Yuck. That's nasty. But yeah, it's like, be that a bit would be kind of, of like a... Because if you sh shoot somebody, you, it would, like, they would bleed out. But, like, this is, like, a, it, it's also a cleaner way, if you think about it. There's, like, less mess. But I guess he mutilated them anyway, so that didn't It's so obvious, yeah. though. It's obvious. Like, if the, if people find the bodies, they'll know it's been, they, they'll know they've been strangled. Because, like, there's damage all around yeah. the neck. Like, all the muscles get fucked up. Like, cause you, like, you don't realize how much pressure you've got to put on someone's neck to actually, like, strangle them to death. Like, it, it shows in, in the fucking autopsy or whatever. It's really mm -hmm. nasty. So, Liz, but, um, Liz said he actually read somewhere that it's typically the fact that they like watching them die. So, kind of like what I said. Yeah, okay. I mean, that, I mean, that makes sense in the eyes of a serial killer. <laughs> I, I, I think yeah, it's because, gross. Yeah, because like, it, it would be the slowest kind of way to kill somebody, right? Yeah, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I feel like it would be one of the slower ways and you would be the one that's physically killing them instead of, like, injecting them with poison or, like, making them eat something with poison or, like, shooting them. Like, it's something they can do only once with each victim. So yeah, they seek it again because apparently it's an addictive sensation. I mean, that makes um. sense. This, this guy, though, Randy Kraft, like, the main reason he's, like, famous for, like, he's, like, called the school car killer is because in his car they found, like, this list of, like, cryptic references to all of his victims. Like, he actually, like, coded them. Like, he, he coded, like, all of his victims, but, um... And they found it on the scorecard. That's why he's nicknamed the scorecard killer, by the way. Yeah. He was, like, a really conflicted guy, like, he, he was supposedly living, like, three separate lives, so one of them, he was, like, a straight, heterosexual, like, computer programmer. Another one was, like, his weekend, like, persona where he was very homosexual and he used to, you know, go to gay bars, have lots of, you know, sex and stuff like that. And um, the other one was military, he actually has a military background, which apparently he excelled in, he was really good. Um... As he suppressed his homosexuality, it fueled murderous and sadistic urges in him. He, his first violent assault was on March 1970. His killing, by the way, goes between 1970 and 1981, so he was getting away with it for 11 years, mind. 11 um, years? Yeah, he assaulted and raped a guy, right? Um, and this case, this case actually had charges put against him, like, so the police knew about this. However, the guy who was raped didn't admit to the rape to the police, so all the, the but, the, um, the guy who was the victim, he did admit to them using drugs. So because of the drugs, um, they did a search warrant on uh, Randy's house and his car and stuff like that. However, because the police didn't 
um sorry they, they, they did a search in the house but because the police conducted it without a search warrant um that led to all the charges on randy getting dropped because the police didn't do a fucking search for him um yeah. oh my god savage because that this sounds is like, like the, the other one where like the police like they could have stopped the guy so much faster if they'd actually just like yeah did it this right. was it though this was the moment that they really could have stopped the guy and that was didn't. his first and time like, that was his first one people. like that was his is it that was his first one, right? You're saying? This is his first ever thing that he's been like, convicted for. So the police could have fucking just snapped him in, like right there and then, and be like, "Nah, this guy's dangerous. Stop." No, they did the search. Like they did the search of our warrant. He got into trouble. Like the police got into trouble. The charges got dropped, and he was fine. So, oh, sorry. Between 1971 and 1983, so 12 years, he was able to freely murder at least 53 people within this time. Um, he because the police fucked up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so bad. I would feel like shit if I was a police officer. That would also probably make me retire. Not gonna lie. Same. How embarrassing! Like, like, that's so embarrassing this. to just like be like, yeah, I'm the reason that this dude was able to kill 53 people because people like, are still I fucked angry up and didn't do the paperwork. Like, well, I would be like, if I was their family, I'd be like, yo, you literally got my fucking kid killed or whatever. Like, that's. That's a huge fuck up, man. Like, that's not just like, oh, I spelled something wrong. It's like, oh, like, my. Yeah, it's a huge I, fuck up. I, I didn't even fill out the paperwork. Like, uh. Nah. So, his most common victims were hitchhikers, um, because he was also known as, like, a highway killer or, like, the, the, the freeway killer, because um, a lot of his victims were found on the side of the road. Um, he went for hitchhikers, loners, and outcasts. So people who just didn't like fit into society, basically vulnerable people, which as we all know with, you know, cult leaders and serial killers and all these nasty people that they love a bit of vulnerability in someone. So there we go. Um, he drugged them. He drugged his victims. He'd rape them and then he'd kill them. Um, a lot of his cases were chucked out of the car, like visibly, like they'd been shown to have been chucked out at about fifty miles an hour. Oh my um, god! Wait, so he just like yeah. he just like yeeted bodies like out the window? Well, he he might not. Have. The police think that there was probably someone else involved because, like, if he's driving, someone uh, else has got. Yeah, I was wondering like how he did that, like while he was driving. Did they yeah, ever he catch it was, like, the other person? Roommate. Yeah, I think I think there's a name I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it's something like this. This sus on the the roommate that he had. Mm. Um, also, hi Ben. So... Ben? Yeah, Ben's Hang here. On, I haven't got my charm. Hi Ben. Thank you for lurking. Um, we don't have commands but... up yet. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we tried, but we have to fix it. <laughs> um. Wait, that's the wrong note. Um, on some of his victims, he would cut off their testicles, um, their heads, or their hands whilst they were still alive. While they're still um, alive? Yeah, he liked oh to mutilate alive. Yeah, he had a real oh thing with it. God. And this one's quite gross, but one of the most famous victims i mean this shouldn't really be famous but one of the most well-known victims from this guy was called twiggy now twiggy was a 19 year old man who used to go to the gay bar that randy used to go to um but he was found on the shape uh, on the side of the road he was in like a y-shaped position 
when they found like, him and he had a full like and like his legs his legs were spread oh, and okay. had a um a four foot stick shoved up his ass and they called him twiggy because that's in his scorecard this guy was called twiggy Yeah, I'm getting like fucking fighting reasons why vibes here. Like, you. <laughs> oh it's my not god. Nice. That's, that's, that's really graphic. That's fucking. That's gross. Oh my god. Oh yeah. God. And there, there's there's one called. Um, I can't remember. They, they had like a code name for it. I think it was called like the head, the head swimmer or something like that, where they found someone's head in a pond nearby. And yeah, that was written on this school card. A lot of them had like the cryptic names, like so you had Twiggy, the one who had the stick in him, and the head, like head swimmer, and like it was just fucked up to be honest. But the way he got found out was quite um, funny. But I'm, I mean, he should have been caught out ages ago. But so basically, he was speeding and he was drink driving, and the police pulled him over, Kraft. And Kraft actually had someone. Oh my god. Yeah. He actually had someone in the back of his car at this point, and he said that he was the guy in the back of the car was just a hitchhiker and that he was sleeping. But then the police were like, okay, tried to wake up the guy, and then they were like, this guy's dead. <laughs> so <laughs> I think you're I think you're guilty. <laughs> so he got caught red-handed, basically. Oh my god. That's he, got caught he was sus. Yeah, he was suspect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nicholas um, has heard of him, apparently. He should be quite famous in America, I think. Like, he's. I mean, he's up there on lists of famous serial killers, so I'm not surprised that you've heard of him. I yeah. haven't, but. But um, after this, after they found the uh, thing and uh, with his dead fucking hitchhiker in the bag. Um, they found the school card. Now, the school card, even though he's only been charged for like 16 or something, the school card actually had 61 entries on it. So he could have killed, uh, well, oh uh, by his standard, he did kill 61 people. But um, he's only been convicted for like 16 or something. Um, he's now in prison. He's still alive to this day. Probably living a good life, to be honest, because people in prison seem to get quite a good life, so... Bruh, that's that's kind of really Not exciting. a happy ending. No, it's not a happy ending at uh, all. I feel kind of bad for everyone's fucking family who... Well, especially because this could have <clears throat> all been stopped after the first case. Like, none of this should have even happened, and yet now he just gets to sit in prison. Like, I do- yeah. I know we literally just talked about the whole rotting in jail thing, but, like, he- I- how- I hope that he's being treated like shit in jail, because... I was gonna say, they still get TV. Like, sometimes they get TV, jails get are toilet. really good places to be, like, low-key, sometimes jail is better than being homeless, because you have, like, meals and a place to sleep, and... It's yeah. why Charles Manson keeps getting himself into prison. At he least... literally commits crimes to get into prison so he can just live there. Not Charles Manson, Bronson. Bronson. I don't know if you know Bronson, like a famous no. British guy. There's a guy called Bronson, and he basically he just constantly commits crimes and murders people just purely to get into prison, just so he can just live in prison. Because he's in, it's better. He gets three meals a day, a bed. He gets some time if he's good, like you know, some TV or sports. Like you're fine. Prison ain't too bad if you behave there. 
Like, these people are See, lucky. See, I think your treatment in prison and what you have access to should be based off of what you go to prison for. And if you're a fucking murderer, like, especially like this, you should fucking be treated like garbage. You should sleep on the ground Lift. and, like, get fucking, well, fucking garbage food. Lift, like, taxpayers' money. Like, we're, pay like, we're paying tax to keep these people, you know, fed in prison. See, this is and why... I, I think this is why people believe the death penalty and stuff, because why do I want to pay taxpayer money for this dude to have a good life in prison when he murdered yeah. all these people, you know? Yeah, and I don't blame them, to be honest. When you look at it from that point of view, it's like, I don't want to be spending, like, I don't want my taxes to be going towards supporting some fucking pedo in prison or some yeah. serial killer in prison. Like, fuck that. I'm like, no. Like, that's for that wrong. thing, they should be in fucking... They should be dead at that point. Like, why are we wasting money on them when we know that they're never getting out of prison? Like, you give them life in prison at that point. Why are we wasting money on wasting space in prison? They should just, yeah, I don't know. It's messed up. It's real. Sometimes the shit they do is so fucked up that they don't deserve the easy way out. So, like, it's very, like, mixed feelings. Yeah, it's very, yeah, like. Michael says that as well. Yeah, Michael it's says very. Yeah, you can you can understand both sides and argue both sides, and like I think it just depends on the individual person. But then at that point, like it's very biased, I think, and it's hard to make a system off of that, which is I think why it's illegal here. You know, because like the law has to be set in stone, whereas like I think it should be based off of like each individual person and what they've done. So it's like you can't really make a system for that. I agree with yeah. Michael's mate. Like she said, she has mixed views, but mainly because the justice I, I get system that is But like yeah, for shit like this, where it's like clearly the person with the twenty-seven people in their fucking house, clearly they're the ones who did it. Like or like you find the dead guy in the back of their car while they're drunk driving. Like clearly this man killed this man. Like stuff like that you know like when it's very very clear and cut dry like this man has like killed like this many people like and tortured and like tortured them for hours and just like so many people like that for like 10 years yeah like at that point to me it's kind of clear and like why do i want to pay money for them to sit in prison and like have a good life and chill in there and get fucking free rent when i have to pay rent like you know like why do they get to have a live like live a more free life than i do at that point but like i mean obviously like they're in jail but like they don't have it's to pay for anything they get like free rent free food free tv like they don't have to pay for anything and like after killing all these people and it's very clear that they were the ones who did it but i do understand the point of like what if they're innocent but like for cases like this like clearly they fucking did this, you know? Yeah, the justice system definitely needs work, but, like, it's very hard when, like, each case is so unique. Like, I understand their problems with everything, and it's, like, hard to make one system that works for everything when each case is so unique and different, and... I mean, like, some of these cases are similar, but, like, everybody, like, it's very, like, biased and stuff, I think, as well, so it's, like, kind of hard. I agree with that. I very much agree with that. True. They should. That that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, 
Um, yeah, they, they pay for what they're given. They can pay for the bed that they sleep in. They can pay for the food that they give, and they can pay for whatever luxury they want. Because no, none of our money should be going towards people like that. Fuck that. Not not yeah. killers. Not not that. Not fucking pedos. Some I know some I prisons some do, get the option. Yeah. They get the option, but that's pocket money for luxury. I don't think that's to pay for their own. Sh- like yeah. I don't think that's to pay for their basics. I think that's purely they do their work so that they get a bit of pocket money to be able to buy like you know like a luxury from the commissary and whatever. Yeah, and to get like experience in um, like if they ever were to get out, they would have like experience in jobs like kitchen and yeah. whatever type of stuff like that. Um, so our next case, you've probably heard of him, most of these people are pretty famous, but Dr. Death is our next case. So his real name is Harold Shipman, and he was born in, on January 14th, 1946, and he died on January 13th, 2004. So he almost died, like he died the day before his birthday, which is like, interesting. Um, but he's from the United Kingdom. A no, that's not good. <laughs> um, this is this is not one to flex, Ren. Come on. So um, <laughs> so he's. I I'm pretty sure this is confirmed. Um, 215 victims. Some people oh, believe. Christ. Yeah, some people believe that it's way higher, up to like 260. Um, but that's. I'll get into that in a second. So his method of killing, so he was a medical doctor and he would kill patients under his care by injecting them with lethal doses of painkillers. So the way that he sort of got looked into at one point, he somebody started putting eyes on him because the local undertaker noticed that his patients seemed to be dying at an unusually high rate. Um, and exhibited similar poses in death, and most were fully clothed and usually sitting up or reclining in, like, a chair. Like, they weren't, like, they just looked like they weren't ready to to die, you know? Like, just, you know? So, he was concerned enough that he he approached Dr. Shipman about it directly, and the doctor reassured him that there was nothing to be concerned about, so he let it go. But later, Everyone's just dying. Everyone <laughs> under my care just dies all the time in perfect positions. Like, <laughs> yeah. So later, um, another medical colleague, Dr. Susan Booth, also found the similarity disturbing, and the local coroner's office was alerted, who then contacted the police. So an investigation followed, but Shipman was cleared again, as it appeared that his records were in order. So he kept very good records, I guess. And he and a later investigation revealed that he had altered the medical records of patients to corroborate their causes of death. So he, since he was a doctor, he knew sort of what to put on people's reports of like how they died and everything. So that's why it took them so long to finally um, actually do something about him. And he got cleared a bunch of times and like got away with shit every time somebody came up to him because he had like his records. But they later found out they were all like faked basically. So this case is kind of what um, got him in shit. So Kathleen Grundy was an active, well, um, wealthy 81 year old widow who was found dead in her home on June 24th, 1998. 
following an earlier visit from the doctor, Dr. Shipman. So her daughter, Angela Woodruff, um, was advised by Shipman that an autopsy was not required and that um, she was to be buried in accordance with her daughter's wishes. So the doc, the daughter didn't believe him and she was a lawyer. So she handled all of her mother's affairs and was surprised to see that her mother had a secret second will that gave all of her mother's assets to Dr. Shipman. So she was like, um, my mother would not sign away all of her assets to her fucking doctor. Like who the fuck would do that? So, of course, um, she reported to the police for forgery, and it was used as evidence. Um, like, the, the police, like, were like, yeah, this is sus, and, like, this was kind of, like, the start of, like, yeah, he killed her to benefit from her death type of thing. So, um, the police came to the same conclusion as the daughter that, like, yeah, he's sus, and, like, he had something to do with her death. So, um... Yeah, good on the daughter. The daughter was a lawyer, so I don't know why you would fuck with somebody who had a lawyer daughter. Like, that's just asking to get caught, in my opinion. But, like, um, so following investigations, like, extensive investigations, because they had to go through tons of patients, right? Because at this point, like, who knew how long he was doing this and everything. So they did numerous exhumations and autopsies. And the police ended up charging him with 15 individual counts of murder on September 7th, 1998, as well as one count of forgery, like, for the medical records. So there was a bunch of different types of cases, like, going on with him because there was, like, the ones where he killed patients and then there was the one where he killed a patient and did the forgery thing. So that was, like, a separate thing. And then I think there was something else, but I can't remember. I didn't write it down because I didn't want to get too in-depth with um, his charges and stuff, but... He was found guilty on January 31st in 2000 um, on all charges that he was um, charged with. And on January 13th, 2004, he was discovered hanging in his prison cell in, at Wakefield, having used his bed sheets to tie window, like to the bars of the cell. Um, so he killed himself, which is kind of upsetting because you know he killed easy way out so many people and took the easy way out there so a clinical audit was conducted by professor richard baker of the university of Leicester. like leicester how do you say that hang on let me look at the name lysus leicester i love how you guys try and pronounce british words it's so cute let's have a look where is this um, it's under Dr. Dev. Lester? Lester? I think it's just like Lester. Okay, well anyways, that university. <laughs> um, he did, an, he did an audit on like all of um, Dr. Shipman's patients. And this is what gave the estimate that he'd been responsible for at least 236 patients over a 24 year period after this dude went back and, like, looked through all of his files and stuff. Yeah, Lith has the spelling of the university. <laughs> not like it matters that much. Um, university it's not super important. But, yeah. um, that part's not really, really important. The b- important thing to gather from that <laughs> sentence <laughs> is not, <laughs> not the university name. The important <laughs> thing to gather from that is that it's 
he was kind of basically like confirmed to have killed at least 236 people. And he tried he tried to give the excuse that like he was euthanizing them and they were like on their deathbed and stuff, but after all of those um exhumations and autopsies and stuff, they confirmed that like none of them were like death like on their deathbed or anything so they were like yeah no that's like not at all correct you're you just killed people um but yeah, so he ended up committing suicide in prison unfortunately um i want to know why he wanted to kill all of his patients like, i want to know what what was going through his head like, maybe he how, thought how that he was helping them like maybe he believed that but i don't he wasn't like found to be insane or anything so i don't really know he was, but, um, he was he was injecting them and stuff. I just don't understand why you do that. What's the, like? Yeah, I feel serious. Yeah. It's like getting like a kick out of it. Like that's just mm-hmm. killing people, and because, a lot of them. That's so um, many. Two hundred. Yeah. He was found guilty on in two thousand, and then he was found dead in his cell in two thousand four. So I'm assuming he only had like four years in prison, and then he killed himself. So, Damn. Yeah. Um, didn't really get justice in my opinion no I agree Two over 200 people that he killed and he only served 4 years and then killed himself so yeah oh my god you did so much Ruby <laughs> research um, yeah. I was just having a great time to myself researching serial killers oh, all day um, so our next killer is the Casanova killer. So this is Paul John Knowles. He was um, born in 18th, or April 25th, 1946 in Florida, and he died on December 18th, 1974 in Georgia. He has 24, or sorry, 20 confirmed victims, but he claims 35. Um, so he normally would rape and rob his victims so robbing them was like a big motive as well and then he strangled most of them so i actually have quite a few cases because they're pretty short in terms of like people he's killed so i actually have several victims on file here but he was first convicted at the age of 19 and in the years following he spent most of his time in prison in 1974 he was granted parole and he married um, Angeli- Angela Kovic, um, which who he had met, like, th- in prison. He, like, corresponded with her and then, like, got married um, after he was out on parole. Um, allegedly, because of something that a psych- uh, psychic told her, she ended the relationship. And then after that rejection, he went on a murdering spree across Maine from July to November in 1974. So, how many months is that? July, August, September, October, November. So, like, four months free of killing people, and that's when he killed 20, but he compl- he com- claims um, 35. So That's a lot. Um, a few of the people that he's killed, so Lillian and Myla Anderson, age 11 and 7 years old. So, just oh. little girls. Um, he strangled them in August and dumped them in a nearby swamp. Um, victim number five doesn't have a name on file, but they were a hitchhiker that Knowles raped and strangled. Um, Ann Dawson met Knowles in September and traveled with him for a little while. Um, they're not sh- like, they weren't sure, like, if they knew each other beforehand, but, like, ended up traveling with him until he killed her, and her body was never found. Um, 
but I guess this is just one of the ones that he confessed to. Um, mm. And then the last one is Carswell Carr and his daughter. So they met, he met Knowles and in November invited him over to his house where Knowles stabbed Carr to death and strangled his daughter. He attempted to have sexual intercourse with her, her daughter, like the daughter's corpse, but he failed. So yeah, that's like pretty disgusting. Um, but yeah, those are some of his victims. There's obviously more cause he has lots more than just a few, but um, those are like some of the bigger ones. Let me just catch up in the chat here. Oh, your internet's crapping out. That's okay, Meggles. You have tons of platforms you can watch it on after. Oh, that's literally what Bat just said, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, don't worry, we'll upload everything on there. You can watch it later. But I think with Twitch's um, rules and stuff, we can't upload it for 24 hours because we're affiliate now. But it will be up um, in a few days. So um, what ended up happening to him, while he was riding in the back of a car going to find the location of his murder weapon he used to kill the highway patrolman and the businessman, he used a hidden paper clip to, to free himself from his handcuffs. So there was no screen in the car, so Knowles grabbed the sheriff's handgun and fired a round through his holster. Um, the agent, Ronnie Angel, fired three shots into Knowles' chest in self-defense, and to this day, the agent will not speak to anyone about the incident, but he kind so he, like, died, um, through self-defense, as the agent says. So he didn't even get, like, a trial or anything. So I, I'm not sure how you guys feel about that in terms of justice, but what do you Lucky guys think? <laughs> Gold. Okay, there's like a fly in here, so I'm sorry if I just kind of like look <laughs> off. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he didn't even really get a trial. He kind of just got away with his like four month spree. Can I just he... say the next killer, like incels, really hate him. Mm. <laughs> but I remember reading on the incel post that like, they were like, I don't understand, like why girls will fucking like go for men who could potentially be serial killers like Ted and stuff like that like they, they get really salty over him because he was Jesus. hot and killed I don't think he was even that good looking to be fair but a lot of people he's really found him not, hot he's like really not that that good looking in my opinion but I mean Look, what do I know I'm just a Stacy <laughs> or just Chance and Stacy's <laughs> yeah. okay so um, our next killer is Ted Bundy, which I'm sure, like, most of you have heard of him. He has tons of documentaries and Netflix shows and movies and all of that stuff out. Um, he's pretty famous. Um, he was born on November 24th, 1946 in Vermont and died on January 24th, 1989 in Florida. So, yeah, Teddy. <laughs> Um, so he has 30 confessed victims. The total is unconfirmed, but is believed to be around 100, possibly more. Um, so as most of you probably know, he was very charismatic and good looking, so he could just easily approach his victims. Um, okay, Meggles, goodbye. Um, have a good night. Um, so he, 
he would just approach his victims and normally he would fake a disability or he'd be impersonating somebody of an authority figure like a cop or something um so he would kind of like lure them in through that like i think a lot of times he would when he faked his disability he would like have the females like um he would ask them to like help him put like furniture in the car or something and they would make him go like make them go in the car to like lift it up into the car and then he would like close the doors on them and like trap them in the car and stuff like that um so he would knock them knock them unconscious and take them like somewhere more secure secluded to rape and strangle them so a lot again rape and strangle is like a huge thing with a lot of these guys um yeah they love it don't they of course yeah I, like with said um the strangling thing is probably because they like watching the light die from their eyes which is just so fucking creepy to me but um mm-hmm. so he would sometimes revisit the murder sites oh what just happened Oh, thank you for the follow. The last 7050? Thank you. Thank you for the follow. We appreciate it. I didn't um, see it on the stream. It, it did pop up at some point. I did see it. Um, I've got to have the stream on chat only because obviously my internet sucks, so. Mm. So, so when he would revisit the murder sites, this part is fucking gross, so he would perform sexual acts with the corpses until putrefaction um, came into play, which is the fifth stage of decomp. So he would basically just keep going back and like doing sexual acts with the corpses until like they got too oh. decomposed to like do anything. Or if, like, an animal, like, got to the body, then, like, he wouldn't be able to do anything with them. But, like, it's pretty disgusting. How are you? We're just talking about Ted Bundy right now. <laughs> what are you up to? Um, so, on a few occasions, he actually, like, he also broke into some of the people's houses and bludgeoned his victims as they slept. So, he didn't just lure them in from, um like from parking lots and stuff like that. He also snuck into some people's houses and like killed them in their sleep too. That's actually nasty. Yeah. Um, he decapitated at least 12 of his victims and kept their heads in his apartment as a trophy. <sighs> yeah, pretty, um... Also, if you watch the documentaries and stuff, a lot of his neighbors said that they had no idea, like, he was the nicest person, which is, like, part of his whole, like, facade, you know? He was very charismatic and good-looking and nobody suspected anything, so he was able to get away with a lot of killings. Um, I didn't so, know he was a necrophiliac. Yeah, pretty gross. I didn't know that either, but... Um, so, his first known case was, um, so shortly after midnight on January 4th, 1974, he entered the basement apartment of 18-year-old Karen Sparks, um, who was a dancer and a student at UW, and after bludgeoning her, Sparks senseless, um, like, after bludgeoning her with a metal rod from her bed frame, he sexually assaulted her with either the same rod or a metal speculum like they're not sure oh, um no. 
causing extensive internal injuries and she remained unconscious for 10 days but survived with permanent physical and mental disabilities so that was his first known case but that wasn't his first murder obviously because she ended up surviving um but i just thought that that kind of showed like how gross he was so i thought i would mention that so kind of like what happened to him is like a little bit more complicated but in the fall of 1974 he moved to utah to attend law school and women became like began disappearing there as well so the following year he was pulled over by the police and a search of his vehicle uncovered a cache uh, like a cache of burglary tools so he had a crowbar face mask rope and handcuffs so like he was <laughs> sus as fuck um and he was arrested was for very <laughs> yeah so he was arrested for possession of these tools and the police began to link him to like all the other crimes and stuff and the women disappearing and everything yeah he was low-key sus <laughs> i mean a little bit more than low-key but um so High in 19 key. in 1975 he was arrested in the kidnapping of carol deranch one of the few women to escape um him so he was able to be convicted and received a 15 1 to 15 year jail sentence but he ended up escaping twice from prison um in 1977 so the first time it was when he was indicted or indicted on a murder charge for the death of a young colorado woman and decided to act as his own lawyer in the case so during a trip to the courthouse library he jumped out a window and made his first escape and was captured eight days later um and then in december he escaped from custody again by climbing out of a hole he made in the ceiling of his cell having dropped more than 30 pounds to fit through the opening that he carved out um authorities didn't discover that he was missing for 15 hours so he kind of had a head start on the police and everything but obviously they did end up finding him yeah lith remembers him escaping um or like he remembers hearing about it i guess um but he ended up being convicted and spent nine years on death row appealing his death sentence but ended up being executed in january of 1989 in florida state prison by the electric chair um and yeah so like i said he has lots of documentaries and tv shows and all sorts of um stuff like that if you ever want to look into him more he's got tons of docs and everything on him tons of videos and stuff he's pretty famous he was so full of himself that he refused having representation he thought he can do it himself because he thought he was so smart yeah so he yeah he thought he could be his own lawyer and then he ended up escaping at the wow. one, the courthouse um our next killer is eileen warnos not sure if I'm saying it right, but this is the female one. So you guys were asking if we had a female on on our list, and we do. Um, and she's pretty famous. So she's she actually has a movie based off of her called Monster. A lot of you guys probably heard of it or seen it. Um, uh, how old is it? I'm not sure off the top of my head. One sec. So, it's from 2003. Charlize Theron plays um, 
Eileen. I love Charlene. She's one of my faves. Mm-hmm. And Christina Ritchie's in it. It's from 2003. It's a crime drama, obviously, because it's like um, a docu. It's kind of like a documentary almost of her. Mm. Yeah, it's about her serial killer because um, she's pretty famous. So she was born on February 29th, 1956, in Michigan, and then she was. She died on October 9th, 2002 in Florida. So this is like a little bit more recent. She had seven victims and what she would do, so she was a former sex worker. So at the time she would kind of like lure men through sex work and would kill the men who like tried to pick her up, I guess. I don't really know like what she was doing there, but um, her one case was Richard Charles Mallory. He was 51 years old. And her, this was her first victim. He was a convicted rapist, and she claimed how old that was she? she, at the time, I'm not sure how old she was. I'm trying to see if I can. Yeah, I'm not sure how old she was at the time. I didn't really get that part. Okay. Um, but she claimed to kill him in self-defense, so. She she used the self-defense excuse a lot because she was a sex worker, so a lot of times she would be like, yeah, like, they're trying to do stuff and whatever because she was a sex worker, so, like, she would just kind of throw that excuse out there a lot. Yeah. Um, she claimed she was sodomized and brutally, brutally beaten after being driven to an abandoned area for sexual requests. Um, two days later, a county deputy sheriff found, hit, like, his dead body... Or no, sorry. He found they found his um, abandoned vehicle two days later. So on December thirteenth is when his body was found, several miles away in a wooded area. He'd been shot several times. Two bullets to the left lung were found to have been the cause of death. So she shot a lot of their vic- her victims. No. Um, oh. Yeah. So she doesn't she, like to strangle. Yeah, I guess she like, shot like their victim, her victims. Um, okay. so it was later revealed that from 1989 into the fall of 1990, she had murdered at least six men along Florida highways. So in mid-December 1989, the body of Richard Mallory was found, um, along with five more men's bodies to be discovered over the next few months. So she stated that her killing of the five other men had also been self-defense, though she would later retract these statements, and then outside of the court, she later admitted to the killing of another man whose body was never recovered. Um, So she ended up pleading guilty to the murders of the five men whose murder she was charged with and received a death sentence for each so she received basically five death sentences um, and was executed by lethal injection in October of 2002. Damn. Yeah, and then she had that movie made about her. So if any of you guys want to watch that movie, you'll, you can kind of like learn a little bit more about her because I, I couldn't really find like too much. I didn't want to go like too in depth because all of her cases were like pretty similar and stuff Isn't- in her... I did not watch. Isn't the there movie. like a really famous film about like? Isn't, isn't there like a nursery? No, not even a nursery. Like a rhyme about like a serial killer like back in like Victorian days about this girl who fucking axed down her entire family. Probably, 
There, there is. When I was looking into famous serial killers, I'm pretty sure I did see some female ones like way back. Like I'm pretty sure like one of the first serial killers like ever was a female, but I could be wrong. Lizzie Borden, like she's she's pretty famous. Like 1860, 1927. It, yeah, there's like a there's a rhyme. It's, it's apparently it's a children's rhyme, but um, <laughs> it's about murder. <laughs> um, we were gonna talk about the serial killer, but I didn't have time to research him today for the podcast. So we will we will be doing like a part two of serial killers, and we'll be talking about him then on our next episode of serial killers. Are you going to talk about Zodiac Killer? I'm pretty sure he's on our list. Yeah, I just addressed that. <laughs> I'm not sure if you heard me. Did you? I thought you said. I, I thought you said next guy who's Aline Waron. Oh no, you've researched him. <laughs> yeah, we. I didn't get to Zodiac and the other one, but we will talk about him, uh, or we'll talk about the Zodiac killer. Just we didn't get time to research today because I had a lot. He's probably gonna be one that you could do like a whole. Podcast we could if you if you want, we can turn that one into just like its whole thing because he's got a lot, or he or she. I'm not actually sure okay. if they confirmed. Yeah, I don't think they've they confirmed think anybody. So yeah, we can totally turn that one into like a whole podcast if you guys want to. He's they're pretty fascinating. Like that killer. But he was on our list for today, but we just didn't get around to him. So our last killer for today. Yeah, and we can talk about Drop the Jack the Ripper as well. If we didn't get him. Yeah, him that's pretty either. iconic. Like mm-hmm. That's um, old. That's like Oregon shit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's pretty old. Um, so our last killer that we're gonna talk about today is Jeffrey Dahmer. So he's the like Milwaukee cannibal. Um oh. he... <laughs> Yeah, he's um pretty gross. Um, yeah. He um he's pretty nasty. I reckon it'll be cool to have a whole episode on these iconic guys. Yeah, yeah, we can totally do an episode on the more like iconic um like killers that like are kind of a mystery and stuff we can kind of do an episode on that type of serial killer as well yeah this is something we can take out of spooky season as well like we don't have to have it all just mm-hmm. in halloween like we do like like this yeah, stuff can yeah, be talked yeah. about um if you want to put that in our suggestions so that we don't forget about it and then we can put Wait, it in everyone there. on the like if you've got any suggestions for like later podcasts there is a suggestion box like on our about bit which feel free to drop anything in and we'll put it on our list and we'll make sure to get around to it. Yeah. Um, so this guy, Jeffrey Dahmer, you guys probably heard of him as well. He's very famous. Um, he was born on May 21st, 1960 and died November 28th, 1994 in Wisconsin. Um, so he killed 17 men. Um, and what he would do is he would seek out men, mostly African-American, at gay bars, malls, bus stops, whichever, and he would lure them home with promises of money or sex and give them alcohol-laced with drugs before strangling them to death. So, pretty... Yeah, it was a lot. Um, he would then engage in sex acts with the corpses before dismembering them and disposing of them, often keeping their skulls and genitals as souvenirs. Ew. 
He frequently took photos of his victims at various stages of the murder process so that he could recollect each act afterwards and relive the experience. So he took a lot of pictures and trophies and just was an overall disgusting dude. Um, yeah, just, yeah, he, he loved, so they had lots of evidence against him. That's the, that's the thing about keeping trophies and stuff is you're really incriminating yourself there. And it's hard to deny that when you literally have body parts in your house or like pictures of the dead bodies. Um, so his first murder occurred just after graduating high school in June of 1978 when he picked up a hitchhiker named Stephen Hicks and took him home to his parents' house and then proceeded to get the young man drunk. Um, And then when Hicks tried to leave, Dahmer killed him by striking him in the head and strangling him with a barbell. Um, He dismembered the corpse of his first victim, packed the body parts in plastic bags, and buried them behind his parents' house. He later exhumed the remains, crushed the bones with a sledgehammer, and scattered them across a wooded ravine. So he he did not, he was not squeamish at all. He loved dismembering people and doing whatever with the body parts. Yeah. Hang on, but did he eat them? I know, because he's called a cannibal. I believe so. I think he did at some point. I don't know. That was the nickname I found for him, but, like, when I was researching it, I didn't see much about him eating them, but he must have if he got that. Oh, yeah, he did. Never mind. He did. I forgot about this part. I'm done. Um, just ignore that comment. I'm literally... but Okay, so over, um, over two years, his victim count accelerated, and he brought his total up from four to 17, and he developed rituals as he progressed, experimenting with chemicals, means of disposal, and often consuming the flesh of his victims. So, yeah, he did yeah. eat a lot of his victims. Um... Which is fucking gross. I can't even, like... It's fucking nasty. Trying to... I don't even want to picture Apparently we taste like pork. That's the closest comparison I've heard. Apparently we taste like pork. Yeah, cool. (laughs) Good to know. Thank you for that insightful information. Um... Um, I don't know if he cooked them. I actually was thinking that in my head, and I didn't know if I should should ask that out loud. I was like, I don't know if, if I wanted... It, didn't, it seemed like a weird question to ask, but I, I was wondering the same thing. I'm not sure if he cooked them or not, but I know he consumed a lot of them. Um, he also attempted crude lobotomies and drilling into the victim's skulls while they were still alive. Oh. And injecting them with an acid called, like, um muratic acid yeah so he did some fucked up shit especially while they were still alive he would drill holes into their skulls and injecting them with acid and stuff like he loved experimenting with his victims and where the fuck um, did he get from trying out new ways of killing and disposing of them and things like that pretty fucking nasty (laughs) um People get the tools though. Where do they get the acid? Like where? Where do they? I don't know. Like they should have a. They people should get pinged, like for the fucking police. If you're like get if you're buying like a huge amount of acid, they should be like interrogating you, being like, "Why do you need this much acid? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, (laughs) like, 
you know, it's just one of those things. It's just, you know, it's just, <laughs> just need why, why do you need that much acid? You know, it's just, or like, why do you even need this specific acid at all? Because I've never heard of this acid and I'm not exactly sure what it did to the victims. Like, I'm not sure what it, what it does, but it's an acid. So I'm assuming it like burned through them or something. Because usually acid is like hurtful to the skin and like your body in general so i'm assuming it was very very painful hmm? it's literally hydrochloric acid i've used that stuff in in experience with stuff if, if he's got it mm. pure if he hasn't got it diluted that that shit will burn like it will melt yeah so i assume like this, most like, acids and, yeah. but he would inject them with it so it would be like inside them like just yeah that's not good while they were alive like can i just like that is fucking torture. Like this is probably experience. Is... Like if you have acid injected into you, like you can literally feel it burning. Like, oh. Like this is probably up there with like Gacy with like in terms of like how much he tortured his victims and shit. Pretty yeah, disgusting. it's not nice. But he did more like like Gacy did more like sexual stuff, whereas Dahmer here just kind of like experimented with like drilling into them and more stuff like that it wasn't really it wasn't as sexual based it was more just like torturing them and kind of just fucking with their bodies and shit with like injecting them with acid and just nastiness and i can't even picture like how oh like you'd like feel the acid like in you you know like just burning your insides and stuff like just no, no, thank you. We used to have to use um, hydrochloric acid in, in like in uni when we were doing experiments, but it was obviously diluted down to like 80 90 percent water. And like, like, if you get a drop of that on your skin, it burns yeah, diluted. You need to wear like gloves and stuff. What it feels like when it's not because if that's pure, it if that's not diluted, that's just gonna melt. So he initially pleaded not guilty to all charges, despite having confessed to the killings during police interrogation. How dumb can you be? I don't know. Um, yeah, he's pleading guilty to insanity. That that they do this. Yeah. So, just to get any. Yeah. He eventually changed his plea to guilty by virtue of insanity, and on February fifteenth, nineteen ninety-two, they returned after 10 hours of deliberation to find him guilty but sane on all counts. So they ended up finding him guilty and sane instead of his plea of insanity. Um, and he was sentenced to 15 consecutive life terms in prison with a 16 term tacked on in May. And he was, so he was captured in 1991 and sentenced to 16 life terms as said. He was killed by a fellow prison inmate, Christopher Scarver, in 94. So he actually got murdered in jail by another Sorry. inmate. Must have been hated. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck, like, he was one of the most, like, disturbing ones. Like, he's, uh, he's lobotomies, up there. Like, that's the like, like, while ugh. they were alive, he would give them lobotomies and drill into their skulls and inject them with acids and shit. Like, that's that's a whole nother level of, like, fucked up. Nah. And that's he was found, and he was found sane, which means, like, he just, he knew what he was doing and he just, he just did that, like. He's ill. Like, there's no excuse for that. No normal person's like, yeah, I'm just gonna 
drill yeah, a hole he, in someone's head and pour acid like, into it. Like, obviously he's ill, but, like, he was found sane enough to, like, know what he was doing that they, like, they didn't yeah, find that's him. Odd. They didn't find him insane. Like, they didn't... They found him sane on, like, guilty but sane. That's ridiculous. What the f- You gotta be like... What's the word? Not like a sociopath, like you just have no feeling towards anyone. Because that's not being insane, that's just like not having any sympathy or any care for people other than yourself. That's gotta be it. Like, see, he's clearly. Um, so sociopath is used to describe someone who has antisocial personality disorder and they can't understand other people's feelings. They'll often break rules or make impulsive decisions without feeling guilty for the harm they cause. Yeah, like that kind of sounds like him. Like he just does it because he's like, yeah, I don't really care about how they feel. Nasty boy, that's what he is. That's like, but why though? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They're just because they are crazy. They might be like, oh, they're not actually. They're they're, they're all sane. They're not. They're all fucked. Like, no, like, I mean, I'm not normal, but I'm not going to kill people. I'm definitely sane. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think most people, like, everyone I know is sane. I don't know anyone who would be like, yeah, like, I'm fine with just drilling a hole into someone's head and pouring acid into it. While well, yeah, I'm fine with, like, that's the, like, while they're alive, he did that. Like, it wasn't even just, like, like, he was, they were dead and he was just, like, fucking around with the body trying to figure out how to like get rid of it or something like he he intentionally did that while they were all alive like that's that's just straight up. up torture and that's fucked up <laughs> like that's so fucked up like i don't even like fucking gross i don't know it just gives me like goosebumps thinking about the fact that people like this even exist like, I don't know, it just freaks me out because, like, you could be walking past somebody or, you, like, your neighbor next door, they could be a serial killer and you wouldn't know. Like, Ted Bundy's neighbors had no idea that he was a fucking murderer. There's a really good uh, stat for it. Um... Yeah, and it freaks <sighs> me out, and I hate like I hate reading it because I know what you're talking about, and I, I just yeah, randomly... we will walk past at least sixteen murderers in our lifetime, on average. So you, before you die, you'll walk past sixteen murderers, which is like fucking so scary to think about that you could literally be walking past someone they could have murdered people before. And just be walking past you, living next to you, working with you, fucking yeah, bat. Ew, ew, ew. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Sorry about the beeping. Never leaving home again. Um, I'm gonna leave home and do my thing. And hopefully, well, I mean, murderers ain't gonna murder in public. You're all good. Yeah, you just don't just go home with sure a stranger. That'd be fine. <laughs> I was gonna say they could sneak into your house. That's true. I mean, they do murder sure in people's homes. Yeah. 
Lock your doors, get a security system, you know, maybe get a dog. <laughs> yeah, we've got this scared. Biscuit gonna live on the moon. <laughs> Yep. Biscuit would not protect. She'd just come up and go, like, I don't know, she'll greet them. Like, hi guys, welcome to the house. Yeah. And then if they get too much for her, she'll then bite them. Yeah, see, here <laughs> we've got like five big dogs, so you literally can't. You can't leave you the door. <laughs> like, you can't even open the door without them going off. Like, it's an alarm system in itself, and like, I would know if anybody came in the house unwanted. <laughs> Actually, she'll probably eat us after we get murdered. Yeah, True. probably. Cats do that. It's I fucking creepy. Cry. I hate the thought of, like, if you were murdered and then your cat is just, like, feeding off your remains. No, have you seen that film by, like, Stephen King where the guy, like, they're on, like, a weekend away and, like, they're using handcuffs and he has a heart attack on top of her. Gerald's game. And dies. Yeah, and then, like, the fucking dog comes in and starts eating him. It's like, oh... Not nice. Bro, that movie was um horrible. It was absolutely it was Kay. nightmare fuel. It was so fucked. See, I just found it boring. I don't know, maybe I just I didn't understand like what it was trying to do, but like I just found it really boring. I thought it was gross. Like, like, like some of the scenes in it. It was gross, yeah, but I don't know. I didn't really find it like a horror. Like it's in the horror section it's, a lot, and I don't think it's a horror. Yeah. For sure, like definitely. It's not, not a horror, it's more of like a thriller. It's a bit like the Babadook. Yeah. It's more like up rather than like based on like scaring you. It's more of just like a oh, okay, that's weird. Yeah. But I don't know. I just found it a little boring. Like it's the whole the whole movie is just like her in handcuffs, you know, it's just kinda Until she decoughs herself. Yeah, that part was not cool to watch. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. Like, I, I, I can understand why you'd think it's slow, though. Hundred percent. Like, it, it is a slow film. Yeah. It's a really slow film. Anyways, should we find somebody to raid? Because I think oh, we yeah. have. So, what did you guys think? Did you think that the killers got what they deserved? Did you think any of the killers needed more justice? How do you guys feel about the death penalty? I'm curious. I know we kind of had a little debate of it earlier, but I think we might have some new people in the chat. So in case we do, what do you guys think of the death penalty? I think we should leave this plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we can't though. We don't, there's no other planet at the moment that we can um, go to, but I do agree. I think we should just start over on a new planet, leave the killers and the fucked up people over here to kill this one. We'll go somewhere else. <laughs> you can have the dying planet here. <laughs> oh, I'd rather they all just leave the planet. I'll stay here. Then it'll recover and be lovely, and then they're all off on boring red old Mars. <laughs> I think that'd be nicer. Yeah, send pedos and killers See, to another but planet. Like, this planet is dying, so I'd rather leave them on the dying planet and we get the nice. Yeah, it's only dying because of us. Hmm? It's only dying because we're fucking up. If everyone just fucked off to another planet, yeah, that's true. It'll be fine. But I, I, I understand your point. <laughs> I wouldn't mind sending them to like we don't currently have. We'll just send them to Mars and then they'll die probably. But <laughs> who cares? <laughs> 
Okay. We are ready to raid. Make sure to follow both of our socials up in the corners. Um, you can find them also like in the about section. All of our links are there. Uh, make sure to stay tuned for next week and we will be posting our link for all of our um, all of our past podcasts are uploaded so we'll be posting the link for all of our Spotify, po Pocket Cast, all of that stuff. If you want to go back and re-listen to anything that we've done in the past that'll be up soon on twitter and our other socials um uh, yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today and Thanks we'll see you by. all next week bye guys bye.